This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The Montana Office of Public Instruction will use a new statewide online testing platform for the spring American College test for the first time ever to streamline and increase access for students. The test includes general math, English language arts, and science assessments delivered in three testing windows. The ACT is a college readiness test for high school juniors or seniors. The move comes as Montana test stores continue below ACT minimum national standards. The ACT defines college readiness benchmarks as, quote, the minimum ACT test scores required for students to have a reasonable chance of success in first-year credit-bearing college courses at a typical college. There are benchmarks for six ACT test scores, and each benchmark is linked to a success in a different college course or set of courses. The move comes as educators hope to improve Montana's test scores. In 2022, the math ACT college readiness score was 22. Montana was 18 and a half. For reading, the ACT test standard was 22. Montana was 19.2. For science, the ACT's standard was 23. Montana scores were 19. In English language arts, Montana's average was close at 17.2 to the ACT's 18. Nearly 125 non-tenured teachers and administrators, mostly principals, in the Helena Public School District recently received a notice from the district that their contracts may not be renewed for the next school year. Most non-tenured teachers and administrators are new to the district or to their job roles. Teachers and administrators receive tenure when they are offered their fourth contract when they enter their field of for teaching for their fourth year in the district. Two bills to preempt sheriffs, prosecutors, and judges have been introduced into the Montana legislature. Opponents slammed the proposals coming from what they called far-ring voices as antithetical to the protections enshrined therein. House Bill 589 and its companion House Bill 405 would create a petition process for citizens with cause to assemble grand juries that could investigate matters for as long as they like entirely in private and, if deemed by the jury to be sufficient, force county attorneys to prosecute those cases or face criminal charges themselves. Montana prosecutors condemn the proposals as dangerous weapons of a disgruntled few. To assemble a grand jury, petitioners would need to gather one-half of one percent of registered voters. In many counties, according to Brian Thompson, representing the Montana County Attorneys Association, that threshold could be eight people. Normally, a grand jury is seated for prosecutors to introduce evidence and get the approval of that jury to charge someone with a crime. Last session, the Montana State Council on Judicial Accountability pushed for a bill to create citizen-led commissions that would have the power to remove judges. That legislation failed.
The Montana legislature heard a bill this week and tabled another one aimed at bolstering Montana real estate agents' freedom of religion and expression. Senate Bill 243, known as Brandon's Law, would prohibit real estate agents from being banned from multiple listing services based on agents' expressions of religious and moral beliefs. That has been tabled by the Senate Business and Economic Affairs Committee. The bill was brought by Senator Keith Regeer, the Republican from Kalispell, in response to Missoula court filings and realtor ethic proceedings involving Brandon Huber, a former Clinton pastor and Missoula real estate agent, who was found last summer to have violated the National Association of Realtors Ethics Codes over accusations of homophobic hate speech towards the LGBTQ plus community. Huber is a former pastor at the Clinton Community Bible Church. Matthew Monforton, who represented Huber during the legal process in Missoula, spoke as a proponent of SB 243 during a committee hearing earlier this month. He described the agent's loss of access to the listening service as a, quote, death penalty for their career. Quote, the so-called hate speech rule is nothing more than an attempt to ban Christians and other people of faith from the real estate profession, said Monforton. Quote, that's exactly what this is. A separate bill that revised a discrimination law and bar Montana licensed professionals including real estate agents, from facing retaliation over religious expression and speech passed on its second reading on the House floor. House Bill 443 would establish that it is not unprofessional conduct for any licensed professional in Montana to express a religious belief or enact free speech protection under either the Montana Constitution or the U.S. Constitution. That's according to Representative Kerry Seekins Crow, the Republican from Billings who introduced the bill. It passed with 67 yes votes and 34 no votes in the House. Quote, it protects all Montana licensed professional livelihoods from discrimination and preserves their rights to free speech and religious expression. She contends the bill ensures Montana's licensing boards would not, quote, become the tools of political harassment against those with unpopular views. The bill's language would also prohibit any investigations into a licensed professional spurred from complaints based on the professional exercising freedom of religion or speech. A bipartisan group of Montana lawmakers wants to be sure no one in the state can use robots affixed with guns, swords, or other weapons to kill people under a bill that would establish the Killer Robot Attack Ban Act. House Bill 594, sponsored by Representative Kelly Cortum, the Democrat from Bozeman, aims to bar people and businesses from building, possessing, using, or selling any, quote, lethal autonomous weapon system, or laws, in Montana. It would subject anyone who violates the prohibition to 20 years in prison and a $50,000 fine. The measure describes 
legal autonomous weapon systems as one that utilizes technological means to attack targets without further intervention by a human operator. Khartoum called the House Judiciary Committee that recent advances in autonomous drone, artificial intelligence, and facial recognition technologies have made laws a reality in which a drone or robot could be outfitted with weapons like guns, blades, or explosives and operate on its own artificial intelligence system. Khartoum, who is a systems administrator, said that those AI systems could be programmed to have the weapons target people through facial recognition, body temperatures, or a specific flag that a soldier might wear on a uniform. The danger is no longer science fiction, he said. Khartoum said there's already evidence some foreign nations have used laws to hunt soldiers and commit war crimes. He told the committee that if nations or people start to develop the systems as a common tool, as they become cheaper to build, it would lead to an arms race that would threaten civilians, soldiers, and law enforcement alike. Maggie Bornstein with the American Civil Liberties Union of Montana testified in support of the bill, saying the use of the weapon system would constitute excessive force without due process. Tom McKidrick, who lost his primary race in House District 75 last year and faces a felony charge for allegedly falsifying his signature on a local school board ballot, according to the Boulder Monitor, was the lone person to testify in opposition to the bill on behalf of himself and the Montana Trappers Association. He said the bill would outlaw mouse traps because they trigger themselves as well as self-driving cars. A woman who was a recent top candidate for a vice president position at the University of Montana wants to join a possible class action case alleging gender discrimination by UM and the Montana University system. In a brief filed in U.S. District Court in Missoula, Vice President Finalist Vandy Thoreau alleges discrimination in the hiring process. Similar to other plaintiffs, Ms. Thoreau's claims are another example of the significant discriminatory culture at UM and MUS, the Montana University System, according to the court filing. The court document says UM advertised a vice president for people and culture job in the fall of 2002 and offered a salary range of $155,000 to $165,000. Quote, upon information and belief, UM created this position in response to the multiple claims of discrimination against it, including, but not limited to, this lawsuit. It says Thoreau applied for the job and was vetted for three months and, quote, excelled at every step. Quote, the U.M. Search Hiring Committee selected Ms. Terrio as the best candidate, according to the legal brief. But the brief says U.M. President Seth Bodner wanted to hire an internal candidate instead. And about January 20th of this year, Bodner offered Terrio the job with a 16-month contract and the lowest listed salary, $155,000.
Quote, upon information and belief, UM's offer to Mysterio would have paid Mysterio the lowest salary of any of its vice presidents. However, UM denies Terrio ever received a formal job offer from the university. The brief says Bodner told Terrio she would receive a finalized contract on January 27th. It also says Terrio eventually backed out of the process, and on January 25th, Bodner told her UM would not proceed with its offer and agreement. The brief says Ms. Terrio is 50 years old and, quote, not obviously an athletic woman. And the defendants treated her differently than the young athletic internal candidate. Bodner said, so I have decided we will not hire a vice president at this time. UM and the Montana University System have described the allegations as baseless and without merit and say they look forward to vigorously defending our institutions in court. A bill that would have asked whether Montanans wanted to give up their right to vote for judges and hand that power to the legislature has been tabled in the Senate Judiciary Committee. If it were passed by and then by voters, SB 372 would have allowed the Montana House of Representatives to appoint judges to the Montana Supreme Court and district courts, who then would have to be confirmed by Montana Senate. No proponents testified in favor of the bill, sponsored by Senator Daniel Emmerich, the Republican from Great Falls. Several opponents, both Montana citizens and lobbyists speaking on behalf of organizations, took issue with the changing of powers and the bill's language. In its whereas clauses, SB 372 said, it is difficult for voters to find information on judges' performances and how they interpret the law, leading to uninformed voting. Emmerich said the proposal came from many years of frustration over difficulties in finding information about judges. He said it is ab difficult for the average voter to read through court cases and judges' decisions. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB web pages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 50 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana news. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.